up? And we are back in the break room for episode 53, Sequenta E3. Oh, man, bro. I always stay forgetting about this. Uh, what do we got? Uh, Quintois? Yeah, you got it. All right. Yeah, so, man, um, we missed last week, but we back again. Um, you know, a lot been going on. Uh, before that, bro, you been good, man. I know we, we didn't. We weren't in here last week. Yeah, man, I, I was busy. I was at the state seven on seven tournament uh, out there, so it was three straight days in the heat. Mm-hmm. You know, calling them games, uh, camera opping and producing simultaneously. So, uh, your boy was definitely keeping busy. For sure, man. You know, while he was uh, doing the games, I was fixing ACs. Um, in the middle of June. So, um, yeah, I want y'all to kind of imagine that. Um, but, yeah, so, anyway, we're, we're back here for another episode. A lot been going on, well, with the NBA. you know. Oh, the, yes. It has all gone down today. Yeah, so, uh, so, 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 first thing we got going, you know, we had the whole Kyrie thing. And I was low-key, like, anxious to get back in, but I'm going to be real with you. Because I was like, okay, so we got Kyrie – um, saying he gonna like he gave a wish list to the team that he was possibly gonna leave that he didn't really hardly play for. Granted, I guess I guess it was a whole bunch of things for look into it, like you know about the the, the mandate in New York and everything, but uh, and the whole COVID thing. But you know he went playing games, and then for you to kind of come and say, "Oh, these are the places I might be interested in going." You what? It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird to me because, like, why would they do that for you? Yeah, it's like, where does this random sense of entitlement come from? Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. So, uh, but anyway, I mean, I guess it isn't random. I guess he's kind of always have had that. Yeah, and it's like for the, you know, you save that kind of sense of entitlement for people like, and not saying Kyrie not talented. We are everybody know Kyrie's a baller. Like that's. And we ain't nobody gonna argue that, but it's like you say that for people like the LeBrons, the 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 Giannis's, the KDs, the um, who else? Give me another, give me another like superstar, like bonafide superstar. Um, I'm Kawhi, 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 proven proven commodities. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like that will play, that, that are going to play for you. So, uh, but yeah, now now he's um. He was gonna miss out like over thirty mil with that uh, trying to uh, ex- you know explore the market, but then then nobody wanted him except for the cast. But he's gonna have to like like I said miss out like over thirty mil. So now he's probably back with the Knicks. But now you see how those tables turn. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> because now Kevin Durant said I'm up out of here. Yeah, <laughs> he wants to be at least. Bro, so what you think about this? Like, tell me, talk to me. So the fact that Kevin Durant has requested a trade from the Nets, I'm just like, dude, you just can't be satisfied. What do you mean by that? Kevin Durant is playing into his nickname more than ever. The Easy Money Sniper. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> this dude is realizing Ooh. that he is the greatest like, second fiddle of all time. And I think that he he doesn't he knows that he can't be that dude on his own, so he's gonna go somewhere where he feels like he'll have some help. Hmm. So maybe what? maybe not second fiddle, but like he needs another complimentary piece. You know, like whether he's the piece or the other guy is. You know, he he needs somebody else. Yeah, and so like that was that was supposed to be in Brooklyn. You know, you had James and you had Kyrie, 
And but they just you're a victim. Mm. I guess it just didn't work out. Like I don't I don't really necessarily know how to say it. I'm I think Kyrie ruined it though. Kyrie. Yeah, because his antics we know were a major reason why James Harden wanted to leave. Yeah. Why would Kevin Durant want to sit around for another year of that? Like after he already waited for him, you know, the year before. And mm -hmm. they were supposed to hoop this year. didn't happen because Kyrie was, you know, captain save a hoe, for lack of yeah. a better phrase. And James Harden already left. So KD is like, hey, I'm not trying to deal with the Kyrie no more. Well, so so with that, I mean, I don't know how true this is. Well, Woj reported it, right? So Woj was saying that KD and Kyrie still want to play together, just not in Brooklyn. Which... Because I agree with your point about saying that I doubt he just wants to deal with that again. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know if this was kind of like some, I want to just take it at face value. But it's like, in what way did that? Exactly. It's hard to. It's hard to. Like, how you, how do you make Brooklyn the, the, like, the number one enemy or, like, the point of, you know, the catalyst for everything going wrong, like something was wrong in Brooklyn, not just the, the, the people who were in Brooklyn. Yeah, I don't think uh, it has anything to do with the destination. It just has to deal with the parties involved. Yeah. And, you know, for them to sign off on uh, Steve Nash as the head coach and then for them to kind of up and leave after three seasons, it, bro, it's, it's wild. Like, you know, one of the biggest failed experiments we have seen in the NBA in recent memory. That had the most potential. When they were on the court together, which was like, what? I was like, what? Th maybe 30 games, 20 games in three years? Yeah, if that. Like, if that. You know what I'm saying? Like, probably like one of the most efficient offenses of all time. But you like, you know, it's like a shooting star. You hardly ever see it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, consistency is the biggest thing. If you're not consistently doing whatever, then, or if you're consistently not doing whatever, then you're you're fried. Yeah. So, bro. So, what do you think? Like, what if you were just in a in a you know magical world and your imagination? What would you want to see them? What would you want to see these pieces for? Ooh. So, Kyrie, just for fun, I think the only person we'd be able to see that's been able to. Gel and not control, but coexist with Kyrie has been LeBron. Mm -hmm. I think if Kyrie went to LA, that would be very interesting. But on KD's side, I want him to stay in the East. And one team that I think has the assets to pick him up that I don't necessarily want, but I think is more likely to happen is the Heat. Mm -hmm. Because they have a lot of young capital and, and some trade capital move around as well. So I feel like that might be, you know, uh, a possible early uh, spot for KD to land. I know there was a, a rumor uh, that popped out, like almost immediately came out that, oh, K KD likes the Suns, you know, as well. So that would be all right. Mm. They just uh, extended D-Book. I also wanted to get into that as well. Mm. Um, so, you know, yeah, D-Book got a max deal, four years, $214 million, but – I think KD in Miami would be the best uh, uh, deal with him. Jimmy Butler, he'll have a dog with him. He because mm. KD not that. So K KD, KD needs somebody to, 
you know, lead lead the charge. Yeah. So Katie, let's go hoop. Okay. And so I'm with you as far as like being able to coexist and have him like work well with somebody that's only been LeBron for Kyrie. All right. Um, the only thing is I don't even want to think about the disgusting product that would be if Kyrie and Russ played on the same team together. Oh God. Yeah. Like, I didn't think about that. I, I just thought about the, <laughs> no, nah, that would be uh entertaining for sure. Bro. It, it sounds like, Maybe Russ will be included in that package. Hey, you never know. He, he would have to be. He would have to be because I think he's about to be with the top one of the top three paying point guards in the league this season. Yeah, like a top three like paid player in general. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, bro, he's getting yeah. like forty seven million this year. Yeah, it's, I think this is the last the last year on his contract. On him and um, him and John Wall, I know they had like almost identical contracts. That's yep. why they've really been playing. Uh, uh, swap swap places, you know, playing uh, tag really for about what the past what five years, as far <laughs> as like trading, as far as being traded. But yeah, no, nah, I couldn't even like, yeah. If if Russ is included in the deal, then yeah, it would make sense. But like, if he's not, that the product just sounds absolutely like. Oh, oh, call an ambulance! Call an ambulance! But not for me. Uh, just what's what's the what's the worst thing you could besides like throw most disgusting thing you could see? Like I'm thinking dumpster juice, like how you see it outside of a you know, that brown orangey muck, whatever. Yeah, just some vilest just looking just, things. Just, just vile, just but for KD, bro, Kate, like you said, KD will work. That would be fit, beautiful with the Heat because the Heat are so they're like I said they're a great organization. Um. Besides, like, you know, the Warriors, they, they're a well-run machine. You know what I mean? Like, you don't really hear about too much, too many bad things, too many scams coming out, too many uh, players uh, tripping with the front office or things like that. They're, uh, Pat Riley runs a tight ship like he always has. And so I think KD really could benefit from getting some stability, which he hasn't had in a while, you know? I mean – to say he didn't have some stability in Brooklyn, I, mean, I, I, to a certain extent, but like he still has. I mean, how much longer does he have left on his deal? Like three or four years, something like that. Yeah, so, but, he he had the they put the, a good team around him and they just failed because their stars. You know, James Harden was James Harden <laughs> and. Mm-hmm. Kyrie was a was more worried about being a, a social activist than a basketball player. Yeah, and but the thing about so with that like uh, it's like you say stability as far as like his cast and organization. You know what I mean? You had a new coach and Steve Nash, um, which you know depending on who you ask and did they think he deserved the job or not? You know, they built everything around him in Golden State. He had the most stable thing we've ever seen. Yes, and OKC they had something great, but he by him leaving that deteriorated it. That is crazy, yeah, still crazy. So okay, so you being an OKC fan and seeing how KD's uh, career has kind of like, do you want to say what I want to say has been derailed because he got two chips out of it, but how has this transformed over the years since he left? You know. Once Kevin Durant left, I said he's a bitch, and I still stand by this statement. Okay. Okay. Understood. That's simple. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. 
And so, and also like on the room report, right? It's been like talks about a three-team deal uh, with Tyrese Maxey being involved with Philly. And bro, I couldn't have... If KD goes to Philly, bro, him and Joel, like... That'd be crazy. As long as they're, they're, their feet are right, that's that's significantly, like, bro, like... Ooh, yeah, man. James Harden, bro, like... Do, do, do Katie and James Harden want to play together, though? I don't know. I think – I think Would, they would Kevin okay. Durant want to stick around with James Harden again? I think they were okay. I think it was – it had to be Kyrie because, you know, James was hurt in Brooklyn a lot. So – That part – but that that's a huge part, though, like if availability. Yeah. But and also, it don't matter for the reasons you're missing the games. I mean, Kyrie and – James Harden were missing a bunch of games for two different reasons, but at the end of the day, it was KD out there by himself mostly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, besides when he got hurt, then it was just James Harden. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I don't know, like, because health has always been a major thing with both of them, really. Um, and I'm like, do they even trust each other's each other physically? Because I, I mean, I feel like that's a major thing. Because I mean, you know, they're not doing nothing but getting older. Yeah. I. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm either of them. If I trust the other one to stay healthy for you know a full season, yeah. And I'm wondering, you know, and with those rumors, because Tyrese Maxey was the best scorer on their team, like during the, at least during the playoffs uh, and during towards the end of the season, because James was still coming off that hamstring, whatever. Uh, and I wonder what Joel would have to say about KD coming, because it's still his team. And like I, I said earlier. Mr. Easy Money sniper. He he wants the easy money. He wants to go somewhere where he's not gonna have to carry all the weight. But at the end of the day, Kevin Durant's not exactly like it's not like he's super in control of you know who where he's gonna go. Oh, very true. Very true. That's fair. That's but I still think that like should the Nets be considerate of what Kevin Durant wants or not? Mm. Like. Do you think the Nets should be considerate of what uh, Kevin Durant wants, like where he wants to go? Um, because if I'm them, fuck no, <laughs> you're going wherever I want you to go, wherever I get the best deal. Yeah, I, I'm almost leaning towards that, but it's like out of out of the three, you know, your, your three big pieces that you had, and you also still got this Ben Simmons thing uh, like hanging around there, like whatever he is. Yeah, there's a whole situation. Trying hey, to sue maybe, for his money. Maybe Katie doesn't want to play with Ben Simmons. Maybe that's it. Like, you know, because, well, I heard one time, I forgot who I was talking to. Uh, I know it was an ex-player. I can't remember. I think it was a, I think he was in the NFL, though. But he was talking about um, how, you know, whenever it's contract time for, a, a, like, a good group of players, he said, man, you're happy for your guys, but you're watching it closely because how much money they get, they get is going to dictate how much money you get. Yep. And so you want them to get paid, but you don't want them to get too much. And so, like, with, with Ben Simmons not playing and saying, I don't know how he did it or how he hurt his back or what he was doing, you know, but it, he wasn't able to play. So now he's up here trying to sue for his money. And he, he, who knows? He might get it. Who knows? Who knows? But you got guys like Ben Simmons not playing. Then you got Kyrie, guys like Kyrie who – come back almost, I won't say when they feel like it, but doing everything else but basketball and then, you know, and jeopardizing your future, James, 
uh, I almost want to say uh, easy sniper number two. <laughs> you know, so trying to find an easy way out. It's yo, I I hate to cut you off here, but I just I just came to a realization. What's up? I don't know if we've ever had a team full of bitches as much as we had in Brooklyn this year. I'm dead. We got Katie, Kyrie, Ben Simmons, and James Harden. Very flaky, just not just ideal leader. Like no, like just, all of that's, them. That, that's a that's so much great talent, but so just much like just piss poor like attitude. Like yeah, KD. Like I like KD out of out of the rest of them. KD's just not a leader. Like like he's not as problematic as the rest of them, but he's just not. He's just not a number one. He's still problematic to a certain extent, though. What you mean? But Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. dude, his just like he's almost like kind of like James Harden. It's like, oh yeah, you know, I don't, don't want to be here. Like, all right, now you're about to go to another team. So this will be what your third team in four years, five years, something like that. I, I, to me, it just it's getting hard to respect like mm-hmm. Kevin Durant. Like his game when it comes to him just hooping. In, in, in between, you know, the baselines, cool. But him as like a, uh, as a, as a person that has never met him, everything I've seen from him and all of his antics and stuff, I, I'm just not sure that's something like I want in my fight. Like, as a Heat fan, I do not want him on the mm-hmm. team for those reasons. But I, I want his talent. Yeah. But he, he, he just does what he wants, and you know that that's the nature of the league, which I, I, I like that. But I just don't like the way Kevin Durant is, you know, going about it. Yeah, am I for second team in five years? I mean, well, okay, so playing because he was hurt in Brooklyn his first year, he didn't play, um, and then he came back that next year. I mean, he was kind of hurt all the whole time there, but he missed an entire season because of because of injury. They uh, played this year, so then next year that'll be the fifth year. That'll be a new team. Yeah, and oh yeah, to answer your question for early because I forgot. I would like to see him in Portland with Dane. I would really I would like, like that. I don't know how they would make it happen because I think they need they need more defense than offense. I mean, they need a little bit of everything. But what what about this? Do you think Kevin Durant can like fall under Damian Lillard's like leadership tree? Like, do you think Kevin Durant will like want to hear from because? I don't think Dame will just let KD just go in there and just think that he finna run the show how he wants to or whatever. Like that's Dame's squad. Like, but do you think KD would be receptive of that from Dame? I think so. Dame has like Dame has cemented himself as probably one of the greatest Portland trailblazers of all time. Like, even though his his NBA accolades aren't expensive. You know what I mean? Just him staying, him being determined to stick with the city, get him to some conference finals, you know, get him in the playoffs and balling in the playoffs. Like, that's one thing. It'd be one thing if he got the playoffs and didn't perform, but he balls every Exactly. He balls every time he goes. So, um, you know, and then I think you get, you get some, you shine some light off of KD. Well, KD's going to be a star wherever he goes, but what I'm saying is you put him back in a small market you know, like he doesn't have the level of media attention that uh, a Golden State has or or New York has. You know what I mean? You put him back in a small market, he can kind of, and then you follow him up. 
he falls up under a an established star. You know what I mean? So, dang. And then he can kind of throw off like that because you think about, like, maybe back in Golden State, he fell up under, even though he was the better player than uh, Steph, but he fell up under the the, the stature of Steph and yep. Clay and Draymond because they're established. They established stars in that city. Yeah, facts. Hey, I think I think Portland, for basketball reasons, will be good. And I think that Dame has that um, respect from, like, players in the league where – ask you that question because i think that if kevin durant were to go there that might be like kind of how he like you exactly what you said he did the same thing with steph steph's well respected and everything so i think it, it, not saying they would win you know back-to-back championships like they did in golden state but i think that that would uh work out um on the floor and off the floor for them oh yeah definitely bro Hey, so yeah, uh, that's gonna do a file for this segment man y'all follow us on the break room hou on twitter and then y'all can Hey, turn it back around. Uh, go to the next app and follow us on the break room, the.breakroom.podcast on Instagram, and then the break room podcast one on Facebook. Man, follow me on Twitter at three, the last underscore king, and follow my boy Evan at Evan Schumard. So, yeah, man, y'all take it easy, man. We'll be right back. What's up, man? We are back here in the break room, man. So, um, we got some pretty, we got some news. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if I'm really rocking with it. You know what I mean? I, I mean, y'all tell me how y'all feel about it. Evan's going to lay it down for y'all real quick. Go on, tell him, bro. So, Brian Windhorse of ESPN said that Kyrie is focused on forcing himself to the Lakers. League executives have floated around the possibility that the Lakers have both a potential trade package for Kevin Durant and Kyrie if they do plan on playing together. If all three of them link up in L.A., it is over. Everything right. I said about KD, like, he he will fall. He will be under LeBron. And KD ain't – man, KD can just hoop. Kyrie, like, LeBron will have all the attention on him. Kyrie and his antics will get enough attention. He'll be the third most probably focused player on that team, just maybe, from the media. Now, when it comes to basketball, he probably should be, you know, the first or second person you pay an attention to on the floor, though. Yes. Bro, that is... If you think about that, LeBron James is your third option scoring. LeBron James might be your third option. Like, I I don't even think we've seen that in the, like, like, what, in the Olympics, maybe? That's it? No, like, bro, I couldn't... Ooh, I don't. That's. But how would they even make that happen? Because you have to get rid of AD and Russ. You would have to, right? Because oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You you, so have... Russ would probably be included with. Um, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter either way. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say I would think that Russ would go to Brooklyn, but yeah. Uh, but I'm about to say like if you got Russ there, like what they do sell sell somebody's soul for some extra money. Like, <sighs> And the Lakers actually just now just signed uh, Lonnie Walker the fourth mm. to a one-year, um, six and a half million dollar middle level exception contract. So, 
they they bringing in another bodies right there. So a, a lot's been going on today, man. And um, I wanted to go ahead and get into some of the bigger max deals that I, I briefly mentioned earlier. But Jokic, the two-time MVP, getting the max five-year, $264 million deal. Mm. D-Book, four years, 214 and Bradley Beal with a five-year, $251 million deal. I mean, damn if I was a foot taller. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. If, if I was like 7'1", hey, I, I'd be signing. I'd hopefully be signing for uh, uh, a quarter of a billion myself today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? Like, it's it's crazy all the money that's floating around. Like, uh, you know what's, what's really funny? It's funny that the people who are looking for max deals and then the guys who are actually getting the max deals. So the first person I'm thinking of is Zion, right? Looking for a max deal. You got Yogi who is actually getting a max deal. You got D-Book who is getting a max deal. Um, bro, it's wild. And all this money that's floating around then the whole whatever – Whatever Russ is to the league right now, because I'm not even sure what he even, what his true value is anymore to the league right now. But um, he's a walking forty-seven million dollar man right now. Uh, Must just, be nice. <laughs> yeah, like I'm a walking forty-seven dollar man. Yeah, right. On a good day. <laughs> bro, I'm like I, I might be thirty if that. I'm like I'm thinking about gas because wherever I'm going, like uh, yeah, yeah, you should have a truck. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so man, so with that deal, the ones you just mentioned with uh, Jokic, right? Yep. So, what do you think they're gonna do with the Nuggets? Because you know, I I, I call them kind of uh, I call them fraternal twins, the Nuggets and the Jazz, right? I call yes, them. Fraternal. Yep. So, do you think this max deal means anything significant for Jamal Murray? Do you think they're gonna try to blow that team up? No, no. Nah, I I mean, because Jamal Murray is going to come back this year off of his uh, off of his injury. I I, I fully expect him to come out and just ball the hell out. And Jamal Murray got signed himself. What? A couple of years ago, I think he Mm -hmm. signed a five year, like hundred and fifty million dollar plus deal himself. So, yeah. So in twenty twenty two this year. Murray were earned $31 million, and that's it's honestly kind of looking like a steal damn near at this point because $40, million, $50 is looking like the new, you know, 25-30. So I, Jamal Murray ain't going nowhere. They got him locked up. They're just going to have to continue to find the other pieces around them to get them to that next level, get them to that Western Conference Finals, and then get into the Finals. Like, they're going to continue to build this team around those two guys. They're just going to have to find the pieces to follow. How likely do you see that even happening with all, like with everything that we're seeing right now? So how likely do I see them reaching like the finals Okay, well, in the next, maybe, let's maybe, say, handful of years? Okay. Okay. I'm going to say, well, maybe not the finals. Let's say, hmm, let's say conference finals. I think in the next, let's just say handful of years, you know, three, four, five years. Mm-hmm. I would be more surprised to not see them at least make one appearance. I mean, they're going to have to eventually like get like, like even Portland, all those years that they like, they finally got through the one year. Like mm-hmm. they're going to eventually break it. If not 
maybe make two, but now getting to the finals, it would just depend on what the rest of the team looks like, to be honest, which, I mean, it's hard to foreshadow, you know, future rosters, but I I would, I would say 75% that chance that they get to the conference finals in the next handful of years. Okay. Okay. Well, what about, what about you? Well, what do you think their uh, percentage, you know, is? Um, like I say, it's hard to it's hard to kind of see, you know, teams in the future because anything can happen in the NBA. We're kind of looking at that right now. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> so today's uh, a prime example. It's a prime example that anything could happen. Anything is possible. Um, but just as presently constructed, and the way the league is moving right now, and the West has always been deep, but it, it's. If that rumor is true, and it you know and it and it happens, or let's say they don't even go to the Lakers, let's just say both of them move west and not to the Nuggets, it makes the West that much deeper. You know that much I mean? stiffer, yep. And so, um, Kyrie is only thirty years old. You know, like he's still relatively kind of young. Yeah, you know I mean, not young, but like just entering to that his thirties. You know, so. Um, then you got, you still got, you still got the Golden State. You still got KD who's, who can play. I don't know how long he can go, but he's a, shooters last a lot longer than, you know, your dunkers go. So. Yep. That is facts. People like, you know, a lot of these great players that we have, have modified their games to extend their play. You know what I mean? So it's hard to say. And I'm only and Luca's only gonna get better too with the Mavs because they they just they add on more pieces. And they they just lost Jalen Brunson to uh, New York on a four year, hundred and ten million dollar deal. Yeah, another dude that got paid today. Yeah, slight. I feel like he was slightly overpaid, even though Jalen Brunson's good. I feel like he's gonna be great in the future. Yeah, I think it's a lot more like four projection based off that because I mean he mm-hmm. hooped his playoffs like he was getting he was getting everybody knew that the Knicks needed a guard. And the Knicks, like, since day one were, like, it's always been reported that Jalen Brunson was, like, a primary target of theirs. So, like, good for them, I guess, yeah. Good How much them. of a needle mover is that for 110 mil? They're still the Knicks, so, hey, we'll see. They it's got a lot, of, uh, we'll a lot of other pieces to put around. Definitely. and But they're moving in a better direction than they have been recently. That's true. And that's true. I guess, you know, for, for markets, like, I say markets. It's the garden. It's different. Let me not say market. But uh, <laughs> for teams like the Knicks <laughs> – for teams like the Knicks, you know, any progress is good, you know, like. But back to the Jazz we were talking about, not the Jazz, the Nuggets, and talking about their fraternal twins, the Jazz, I think I think they're going to keep footing with each other. Like, they – I think it's hard for me to say I think they should blow it up because – I think the Jazz will. Donovan Mitchell is such a guy. Like yeah, I, I think I think he's gonna be gone. I, I think the Jazz are gonna blow blow it up there soon, like real soon. See, so what where would you think he would go? Because there's a lot of people want him. You know what I mean? But like, I don't know. So I know early on, um, a lot of people were saying that the Knicks would be a great spot for uh, Donovan Mitchell. You know, they they would have um, the the money to pay him. They 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 need the guards position too. I mean, you have R.J. Barrett, him. I mean, Julius Randle probably would end up getting traded in this situation, but Donovan Mitchell could go to 
the Hawks. Hmm. Okay. Okay. They 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 got some capital to move around. Um. Now now what about the 76ers? Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell to the 76ers. That's 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 also been floating around. Oh, I mean you would have to probably trade Tyrese Maxey, yeah, Tobias Harris, two first, three first, maybe. You have to, and I, that'd be great for him. It'd be great for him because that's what I think that's what Joel would need. That's what I think Donovan Mitchell is what he was expecting out of James Harden. But you know, it kind of just didn't come. You know, injuries kind of plagued him. Oh, I just hate that, like. You just said that, like the fact that that was even said, like it just disturbs me. What? What? Because uh, I agree with you. Uh, the mm. fact that, like, oh, he wanted uh, Donovan Mitchell out of James Harden, like that shouldn't even be a, a saying. I mean, but James Harden just comes out flat so often that, like, and you got Donovan Mitchell dropping, you know, forty points consistently in the playoffs. Like, y- you wouldn't think that would be a statement if somebody. Man, I, I was gonna say ten years ago, but I mean, Don Mitchell wasn't even. <laughs> Don Mitchell was probably like in high school ten years ago. Yeah, I'm um, say, in the past decade, it, James has probably been one of the best two guards in the league. That's what I'm saying. Like you never, I just, who would have expected James Harden to like teeter off the way he does? Yeah, it. I don't know, man. It, it's just been. The decline of James is something like it's. I think it's it's a, it's something that the league almost. I feel like people don't want to accept. You know what I mean? Like when it happens, when he doesn't do well, it's like we find some like okay, well, you know, he's been battling that hamstring, which is true, which is real. You know what I mean? But well, maybe he's you know Brooklyn was just a bad spot. You know, it wasn't conducive to him. Well, you know, like we try to. Because James was so electric in Houston, and it felt like you know the time from Houston to the to Brooklyn wasn't it was that gap wasn't huge. It was the immediate next team, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's like what he fall off the bed in his sleep and then just lost his foot or something like that because he wasn't getting fouls anymore. He really wasn't getting to the uh, free throw line anymore. So it, you know. Where's Waldo kind of thing, you know? <laughs> where's Waldo? Uh, that's funny, bro. Man, there's been so much NBA news. You got the whole thing with John Wall getting about to get bought out by the Rockets. He's gonna be moving on. So that's a uh, another free forty plus million for him. That dude in the last like three years has made one hundred and twenty million and has played how many games? <laughs> but matter of fact, and he was talking about going to the uh, the Clippers, right? Yep, the Clippers. I think that was a nice pickup for them. If 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 he does like officially get signed to them. Yeah, that uh, because bro, John Wall, bro, the, his thing is his athleticism. Now he's so this can either go two ways, either the two basically two years off is going to be detrimental to him, and he's going to have a Le'Veon Bell type of fall off, or he's <laughs> going to be refreshed and ready to go and ready to blow. That's great. That's crazy that you bring up that Le'Veon Bell thing because he was definitely a pick on my fantasy a couple of years ago. And bro, I was, Le- like, Le'Veon Bell, bro, was like one of the like the best running yes. back in the overall, and then just. Took a year off and went to the Jets and died. But when, when he got to the Jets, I was like, bro, he's about to he's about to ruin. He's, he's about, about to get like, feasted. He's about to get bro, he's about to eat. Like he's the only thing on the offense. And then just 
the decline, the disappearance, the kidnapping. Yep, hey, that's what happens when you go to the Jets, brother. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't heard too many uh, reclamation project come coming out there from New York. Facts. The Jets ain't doing them. The uh, the Knicks are trying to, but we'll. I, I mean, I doubt it's gonna mean anything. Um, but uh, yeah, right, is there anything else you have for the NBA? Uh, yes. The NBA draft was last week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we we we, we got to touch on that. Um, I was happy. I was. Paolo Banquero went one number one. Slight, kind of slight surprise to me. I, I I thought maybe the Magic might go Chet. So then the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder drafted Chet Holgren. Rockets drafted Jabari Smith. The Kings drafted King and Keegan Murray, and the Pistons drafted Jaden Ivey. And that rounds out your top five. And my favorite pick. Excuse me, had a little hiccup there. Right, you my favorite pick, this draft, easily Jabari Smith. Oh yeah, that's why. That's why I, I think the Rockets play. nailed that one, and they were lucky because hey. he was possible number one overall guy. The hype started to fall off of his name a little bit towards uh closer to draft day, but the Rockets, I I I really love that pick for them. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Jabari was my. Uh, that's what I mainly wanted for the Rockets. And you know what? The thing I was afraid about because I wasn't sure what they wanted to do. I thought they were possibly going to trade one of their uh, higher picks to a team for a proven piece. You know what I mean for a veteran piece. I think they was going to go all young pieces. Like I, I just didn't expect that. You know, but I mean, if you, me, I'm a Houston fan, so I guess hey, man, for this one, I think for this project, we just got to be in for the long haul because I think they got the talent. They got the talent. I still believe in Silas, even though, you know, he had some instances where I was like, and he might not be the coach because of the things he had going on with Christian Wood. But, uh, no, I think these are the guys to, to, like, do it. You know what I mean? By do it, I don't mean ring. I mean, like, playoffs. But just to get <laughs> Yeah, at this point, yeah, yeah. There's a different yeah. Uh, expectation. Yeah, yeah, just to make that clear. So, but, yeah, no, nah, I think they got the right guys. And, yeah, so uh, – Hey, follow us on the Breakroom HOU on Twitter and the Breakroom Podcast on Instagram and the Breakroom Podcast One on Facebook. Man, so that's gonna do it off our NBA segment. We'll be right back. Y'all take it easy. Back here in the break room in the midst of episode 53. And Trey got some little bit of news here involving Deshaun Watson that he want to talk to y'all about. All right. So, yeah, man, Deshaun is, if you haven't heard, man, so Deshaun's hearing concluded uh, the other day. And now it's it's up to the Browns. Well, not necessarily up to the Browns, but up to the league to decide on it. They've kind of like shifted uh, discussions around him saying that they might have come to an agreement on a suspension. Because I know they wanted to stick him with the year initially, and there was a huge split in the league office about, oh, you know, this is what's criminally going on, this is what's going on in court, and this there's the whole other side of, oh, hey, you know, this may, he makes the league look so bad, you know, misconduct and everything, slap him with the whole year, because you know they're going to turn around and try to appeal it. Mm-hmm. We told y'all uh, not too long ago, you know, he met, you know, he settled like what well, I think it was like twenty one of the twenty four cases, and he didn't settle on like three of them. So, 
those looking like those might possibly come to a close. Even though I think that one, the, the one who initially came out, I can't remember her name. Uh, she came out like last year. Um, she was in the court. They, they, that whole video went viral. Her crying in the courtroom um, when she gave the whole, she gave like detailed story about her interaction with him and everything. Um, I don't know if she's gonna settle, but it seems like everybody else just might. Uh, if he's gotten this far with it, um, like I said, the league was already talking about a year suspension, there, but it's kind of. They're talking about it's it's all civil because he's not going to jail, so none of it's criminal. So, and as far as his defense goes, that's it. Like the league, it, I think the, here's the problem with the league that I that I feel well, the problem I feel that they have or the issue they're trying to decide on. They're trying to give him a punishment, but they don't want to exceed the judicial system's punishment. So if the law isn't going to put him in jail, why, how can we put him in jail? You know what I'm saying? Like, Hey, they've done it before. So exactly. I'm glad you're asking the question. Cause exactly. I don't even know if they know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> they've done it. Like that's something I said, like a couple pods ago, man, I said the league has done a lot more for a lot less. So the fact that they haven't done anything and it's been over a year now, you know, it's it's not looking good for him, and that and really, you know how a problem gets worse the longer you wait to fix it. Like this is, the, I think this is like a complete like a, a result of that. They've waited so long to where like if they do anything now, it just looks that much worse because they're thinking like we should have done something a long time ago. So now that like I say, he's not going to jail. He settled a lot of them financially. All he's you know, they come to a financial settlement with like a lot of these women. So it's like, what can they really do? You know what I mean? They, I don't know uh, what kind of financial stipulations are going to come with, the, uh, with his suspension. I don't know how much money he's going to necessarily miss out on, but it's, it's just not looking. It's looking good. And he, here's the funny thing. It's looking decent for him. Cause like I said, he's not going to jail. And the the league wants Deshaun on the field. Like, I don't know people believe it or not. Like, people want to see Deshaun play. Even though all this is going on, you can, like, you can say people are horrible people who want to see him play. And after all these cases, say what you want. But people still would like to see him play. Hey, nothing sells like some controversy, man. Exactly. And we can really, if we want to get into, like, just real controversy, it's a lot, it's a lot more people in the league that has a lot worse things on them. Just the third drive. Hey, being 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 a uh, serial uh, sexual, you know, deviant is it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's it's pretty bad. But let me hey, look, let's go back in time. Let's see if it reminds you about this Robert Kraft one. You remember that one? <laughs> yes, I do. And the thirteen year old girl, like, yeah. And yeah. then you got people out here shooting people, yeah. knocking women out. Hey, <laughs> actually putting their hands on women. Yeah, so it's a whole lot. It's a it's a whole lot worse out there. Not not trying to minimize it with what Deshaun has done, or what is believed to be done, according to the reports. But uh, alleged, alleged, <laughs> alleged. So yeah, the league, uh, the league is really stuck between a rock and a hard place. Ray, you got any more thought? You got any more thoughts on that? No, I'm just glad this stuff's done with. I think I said it before. I'm just, I'm honestly tired of talking about it. Give him the suspension. Let's move on about it. Gotcha.
But go and tell me about the Astros, bro, and they uh they season so far. You know, it's actually something something positive. You know, let's go let's go back to some happy things going on over here. <laughs> um, the Houston Astros, second best team in baseball right now. I mean, they're mm-hmm. sitting with a uh, forty-seven and twenty-seven record, first place in the AL West, seven and three in their last ten games. It's it's been looking pretty good for them. And uh, I actually went out to the Astros and Mariners game like two weeks ago here uh, in Minimade, and I saw. From both teams, it was like four or five home runs in the first two innings. So it was great. Like, it was electric atmosphere, you know. Jose Altuve smacked ones. You've been to Minute Maid before, right? Yeah. All right, so you know how they got the train track. Yeah. All right, so he hit the glass. He went over the train track and hit that glass. If that glass wasn't there, that thing would have been out there on 59. <laughs> he crushed that ball. And I was up there in the nosebleeds. And um, I was like, oh, wow, this ball's getting close to me. Like, hey. <laughs> Yeah, he killed that ball. But, I mean, Jordan Alvarez, speaking of people going yard, he's second in the league in uh, home runs. He got 23 uh, dingers this year. So, things are looking good. Justin Verlander leads the league with uh, 10 wins on the mound. So, bringing him back, coming off the Tommy John, he's looking good. I think uh, think this might be a championship caliber year for the Astros if they can stay healthy. Caliber. They might not reach the – uh, you know, I'll say this. You know, early prediction. Go ahead, go ahead. They're gonna make the ALCS. Okay. I'm with that. I'm with that. And look, they were just there the other year against the Braves. So, well, that that's the World Series. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, somebody they just reached the top, like against the oh, Braves. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. So they'll. I think. I think they'll make the the AL uh, Championship Series. Okay. Cool. I'm with that. I'm with that. Early shot, early call, early call. Lot, lot, lot of, lot of baseball. A lot of baseball left. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> they got like eighty something, ninety more games to play. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. So with that being said, man, going on, going into our last segment, about who's out, who's not, bro. Who you got first? Uh, who's not? I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to give it to Steve Nash. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah, Ooh. just because below the belt, below the belt, it, 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 it's been rough for him because he had, you know, we, we talk about how their antics and how you know big of a personality they are and everything, and that that is hard to to, to coach. But when you have three of the top ten greatest talents, can, can we say that? Maybe not greatest players, but top ten talents in the league, mm-hmm. and you have nothing to show for it. I understand the circumstances for him were bad, but that's that's also why he's here because at the end of the day, he's a Hall of Fame, you know, uh, point guard, and his coaching side this is not a good look for him right now. Yeah. And the way the rest of the league looking, you got you know coaches coming up out of nowhere, you know, assistant coaches, you know, coming through the systems, and now they're succeeding, and you know, you you can't succeed and thrive in your system that you played in, you know, it's just not a good look for him. So I would have to say that uh, Steve Nash, and, and in parentheses, the Brooklyn Nets, but more so I'd say Steve Nash because it just looks worse on him since he is a um, – Steve Nash, I feel like, is looked on higher as a player than the Nets are as a franchise, if that makes sense. Okay. So I just feel like it comes back and um, dings his uh, – some people might try to chip his legacy away from that. Possibly, possibly. Okay, and so for who's hot, we're actually going to stick with the NBA. For who's hot, this is what I got. The NBA itself, like, the NBA has 
overcome a lot in recent years, right? Um, so people hate to see back to back, like repeat, ser- like final series. Like we had the the Heat, and we had the the Spurs for a while. We had the uh, what's it called? We had the uh, Warriors and the Cavaliers. And, you know, we had some back to back series, and you had KD who went to the Warriors, kind of messed the league a lot. The NBA is changing. Meaning, just big names are about to move around. You know what I mean? The last time we got this was like I think about three years ago. So you know when you had the whole KD and Kyrie moving to uh, Brooklyn, then you had Kawhi and Paul George linking up in in uh, uh, in LA. LA Clippers. Yeah, in yeah. LA, and then you had a you know whole bunch of guys moving around. So big names moving around. It just helps the league. It keeps them relevant. It also makes the league exciting. Um. So yeah, and also, hey, I got a point to 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 further uh, your point. Go ahead, go ahead. The the whole oh, uh, only super teams win. That's kind of starting to that's done to die down a little bit. Yeah, that's the done. Super team is has the super team era closed. Mm, I won't. I wouldn't say that. But here's one thing that I want people like to really remember. When super teams win, they're around bona fide stars. Now, we talk about stars, we talk about superstars, and we talk about, you know, bon- I think there's bona fide stars. So, like, the bona fide people, those are your LeBrons. You know what I mean? Other stuff. Other st- we just saw the Heat almost get back to a back-to-back finals with no quote-unquote superstar. You know what I mean? Granted, you can hey, say... People- People just sleep on Jimmy Butler. That's all I got to say. You know what I mean? And you can say what you want. <laughs> and look, people can say what they want to say, you know, because, I mean, I believe it too. I don't think the – I think the Bucks would have win again had they had uh, Middleton. But, uh, you know, unfortunately he was hurt. But, you know, teams can be built. The Warriors, the golden example. You know what I mean? Granted, they got the greatest shooter of all time, but that's uh, whatever. You know what I mean? Teams can be built. Celtics, teams can be built. You know what I mean? So – that's another thing. These teams that were just in the finals, they were created. They weren't like, well, they were drafted. They weren't created. Yeah. Built from the ground up. Yeah. I mean, if people want to call the Warriors a super team now, I'd be like, how? What did they bring in? Andrew Wiggins? Ooh, <laughs> replace KD with Fred Wiggins. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> wow, they're cheating. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, same result, though. A chip. Same result. Same result. And so, what does that say about KD? Was Draymond right? Did they actually need him? I don't think they did. <laughs> um, so, and bro, with KD, with that whole thing with KD, you know, I never thought about it like this. Um, Emmanuel Acho had actually uh, I heard a, sound, a clip of him, and he said this. He was talking about how, you know, he was. I think I, he might have been talking about. I'm paraphrasing here, but the LeBron and KD comparison or whatever, just Steph and. And Katie and everything. Devin Katie about the legacy stuff and about yeah. making the team better. Yep. Yeah, I, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So Katie has played with other stars. You got Russ, you got Kyrie, you got James, you got Steph and Clay and Draymond and all these other guys. You know, they still got Hall of Fame careers without Katie ever being, you know, a part of their their squad. Exactly. And then Steph, hey, uh, Iggy. Yes, I mean. You know what I mean? Because you could say he got the finals MVP. <laughs> yeah, you could say he allowed Clay to be Clay. 
Clay didn't yeah. have to do anything else that Clay doesn't thrive at. Clay mm-hmm. can stick to his role and perfect it, which he has. Yeah, so Draymond, it, same thing with Draymond. I, I, no, a lot can be a, said. People, you know, people say there's numbers and there's the artists, but numbers are records of events. Yep. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, hey, time will tell, and this is telling it's telling the story right now. Hey, I can't I can't wait to read the the final product. Oh, definitely, bro. Can't wait for that documentary. You think we'll get a KD documentary? Bro, we're going to get like a 30 for 30. We're probably going to get his own like little exclusive like Netflix docuseries eventually. The one thing I heard about LeBron, LeBron's basically been like having cameras around stuff for like a long, long time. So he's been like shooting like a career documentary. And even if we get that mug in 10 years, I'm looking forward to it. Bro, I might buy LeBron shit on like Blu-ray. Like I don't even like. I might have it just for the CD, like to keep it. Like, bro said Blu-ray. Jesus, like I, I ain't know, heard right? that. Like, in, yeah, like, I ain't heard that in like a decade. Bro, I feel like Blu-ray was like the hottest thing for like two years, and then like streaming took off and it just just killed it. Yeah, like for the old record, like just I'm gonna say, hey, look, <laughs> just keep it like a like an old record on your wall or something like that. But hey, yeah, man, this has been off for episode fifty-two, no fifty-three, sequence eighty-three. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, okay, okay. So that you threats, man. But yeah. So y'all take it easy, man. Follow us on the Breakroom HOU on Twitter, the Breakroom Podcast on Instagram, and the Breakroom Podcast One on Facebook. Follow me, the three, the last underscore king on Twitter. My boy Evan at Evan Schumard. That's S H U M A R D. Yeah, man. So y'all take it easy, man. We'll see y'all next time.